the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk is vernacular. Let's see, what's my Cutty Corner shout-out? I really don't have a good Cutty Corner shout-out. The Barbie movie? No. Cardi B hitting motherfuckers with their mic in the face. Everybody wearing pink at the Barbie movie. It's like the Wakanda. Everybody wearing African colors in the original first Black Panther movie. Got Mitch McConnell freezing in a sentence. (laughs) Cutty Corner shout-out to the Strokes. (laughs) Had to reboot. Yeah, Stroke victims. Let's open up the X app. Yeah, not not porn related. But I don't want to get into politics. That's, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid getting into politics right now. That's why I'm having a hard time with my Cutty Corner shout out. Well, I mean, you, you said enough politics the last three weeks, Jared. Brandon, you missed <laughs> Jared the last couple of weeks been on a high horse of politics. I'm telling you, that's why I'm trying to avoid it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter. You can also check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash High Score 510. So you think there's still going to be Twitter or you think there's going to be x.com? Or x.com or whatever it's called. You know what? Fuck it. I don't go through the dot com. I just go on the app that still has the bird. Hey, did Elon Musk uh, <laughs> open up your old Twitter account? No, no, no. I didn't, you know, I didn't write them. I didn't write them from my, yeah, I need to write them, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, <laughs> at Horcrux Sipster, at, uh, uh, yeah, on Twitter. So do you think, well, so I had a theory that like uh, Elon Musk is in like Brewster's Million where he has to throw away $44 billion. <laughs> He's like, I got too much money. <laughs> to get a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> this man does not represent me, Your Honor. I would remove that from the court records. I would. He bought it for so much, he should have just been like, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. I would like to have some creative input on a couple yeah, things. So do. Jared, did you see Brewster's Million? He can't make a profit from it. Did you, did you ever watch that with your prior movie, Jared? Yeah, I remember that. Remember, he had to spend, to get the inheritance, he had to spend so much money and get no profit from it. Yeah, no assets. So I feel like that's what Elon's doing with Twitter. Did he buy a baseball card and like give it away or something? Yeah, what he did. He couldn't give like some stamps. Like he was invested in business ideas. Well, hopefully Elon Musk continues this great trajectory. Um, Twitter has definitely started slacking in uh in you know uh, performance and quality overall in the last uh, few months since he bought it, but. Maybe he's just restructuring it for a big new da-da-da-da. Twitter is better than ever. X.com. So I don't know what the fuck the motherfucker's doing. Anyways, also check out our our uh, uh TikTok page at the high score 510. Tap in, find us. Anyways, and we are here with uh this is AG3 coming at you faster than uh than Tyreek Hill swatting at an employee that he paid to do do something with him, take him fishing. What's wrong with that? Why is someone hanging around? I wouldn't do shit for Tyreek Hill. That man got the temper of a linebacker. All right. Here's somebody there. This is my wife, Lucy. I want to make it very clear that I have only one dear wife, Lucy, who's here. And I do not have any other Ask you any question you want to ask me. I'm happy to reply to them. <laughs> ask now or never. <laughs> hey, it's president. You can ask him. I can ask him a lot more questions. <laughs> That's great. Why you sound like English is his second language? I was the president of Wakanda. I mean, Kenya. I was a Kenyan president. <laughs> I think back in 09 ish or something like that, he called a press conference to uh, dispel rumors of polygamy and that he had only one wife. <laughs> that I was going to be no African law on that. <laughs> Pedro, that was going to be a soundbite, but I found a better one for you. And we are here with everybody's favorite. 
airplane pilot, Captain P Funk, coming at you. Well, first of all, shout out to uh shout out to my son, my stepson, Michael. Happy birthday. It's your birthday today. And Ooh. second of all, second of all, Andor sucks. <laughs> He's trying to say that make me mad. All right. Well, here's your sound by Pedro. I drive Ford pickup because my daddy told me they're built tough. Right, daddy? Right. And I bought a Ford pickup because my daddy told me they were built tough. Right, daddy? Yep. And I drive a Ford pickup because my daddy told me they were built tough. I drive a Subaru because I'm gay. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Wait, let me see that comment. My retired Air Force yeah. is six something, 249, black and bald. <laughs> Drives our Subaru. His bumper sticker says Subaru is not just for Leslie. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not. See, I did. Hey, a gay woman said it, people. I know a long time ago I got in trouble for that Subaru comment. So now you got it from the horse's mouth. Uh, that was on that show. Um, what you would call it? Uh, Fubar. Like Pedro, you watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger show? What's it called? Fubar no, no, on, on Netflix. Netflix. I, I'm telling you, it's kind of hilariously bad, but good. Man, isn't that all things are all Schwarzenegger. Well, it's like kind of like yeah, it, it, he's in this. It's it's definitely Murtaugh method. Murtaugh method is is part of the ranking on this one. The Murtaugh method. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got some ranking systems. <laughs> yeah, I got that, and I created a new one. Meet Pedro. You know, uh, helped uh, create a new one. I, you know, what was it called, Pedro? What were we calling it? Oh, the uh, the notorious scale, Aaron. That's what we called it. Yeah, notorious scale. Right. No, when you, you when up. you watch something that you're like, you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. So I kind of liked it. So I, I saw it. So <laughs> and he said it's not bad. And, yeah, it was all right because it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. He was talking about that movie, Notorious, Brandon. I was telling him oh. that movie was trash. I mean, it wasn't good, right? I mean, I, he's like, no, oh, no. I thought it was. It was. It was all right. No, man. I was I expecting it, it to be, be really bad. bad. Brandon, I, I was like, I was like, I don't want to be in this drive-in theater watching this. <laughs> Wait, you went? <laughs> you went to see that in the drive-in? You want to have your speakers playing the the soundtrack, huh? That's why. Right there, you go. Yeah, okay. that, that's hilarious. Well, if you go with no expectations and a little high, <laughs> it's it's not bad. It's like I was starving. I ate food and it didn't make me shit myself. It was pretty good. I watched uh, Fast and Furious Nine. The hot clock. It says. I watched that in the drive van and well, enjoyed was, it. That was high level Coonan, like Tyrese in those movies, high, some of the highest level Coonan you can get. You know, He's like you, Hall of Fame level. I'm good at this. You know what the thing is, Brandon? Drive ins used to be the thing in LA. Now, Pedro hadn't got out of the system yet. Yeah. I, when I grew up, I saw that's where we watched majority of our movies. Because if you have a family, it's cheaper. And you yeah. your own food, so it's cheaper to do. And so the bigger the family you have, the usually you saw movie theaters and a drive in. Yeah. yeah. I saw Beatles. Did you get two movies too for the price of one? Yeah. It's tight though. Yeah. Driving's t- Brandy, you've been to driving, right? Yeah, I've been I've been okay. one time. It's is it's not the experience for me. If you have <laughs> if you have a truck or a, a a back cab where you can open up the back and sit back or put chairs in it, a lot of people had their pickup trucks and putting chairs in it. Yeah, so I had, what city I were you my, in? I was in my pickup. I was the one in Concord. Yeah, so well, we used people, to go to the one sit, in sit out of the car. Some people sit in it, and then people had trucks and SUVs. Yeah, we so we get went to the one in Las Vegas. I had the suburban there, and just you opened up the back hatch. The yeah. yeah, open up the back hatch. You get a chair, or yeah, like some nice blankets laid down, uh, pillows. L.A. Oh. L.A. When we had the van, we went. But if I want to lay down, though, I'd just be up at the house. No, but uh, well, you but it's back outdoor. Then, you can, it's yeah, outdoor. you can't get the movie back then, and you get the big screen. Yeah, something about the big yeah. screen. It's it, it is it's, it's really fun, Brandon. Just if you're going uh, to cool and usually night, go to the concession stands. I'll say this: they have typically kind of like old school style concession stands where you're like mm-hmm. this brings you back to like '80s, early '90s, mm-hmm. like concession stands where they had. You knew what they had. It was kind of like hot dogs, nachos, mm-hmm. cotton candy, some other shit. Uh-huh. They might even have some video games and arcade arcade games. Right. And yep. you're gonna get some shitty but good classic, you know, movie stadium food. Yeah. If you go well, if you go in, in around fall time, that's it's a good time to take the family. You guys will enjoy yourself. All right. Well, uh, and we are here with Oh, hey, this is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. 
Um, if anybody out there wants to go see the sound of freedom um, and, and, and yell racial epithets at the people on screen, please uh, direct message me on Instagram. Hey, Leon Infidel. Get pasta, Horta. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's how people do it. Damn. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Well, here's your sound bite. Gen Z football coaches be like. Chop your feet, wrap your arms, and ask for consent. May I tackle you? If they say no, let him go. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, they copied Modern Family. They had an episode that years ago. Except it was on the millennial. They had how to coach millennial players and how they had to change and respect the fact that they were. I respect the fact you're letting them run past you, but I wish you would tackle them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it's basically making fun of that and people pronoun or they were talking about pronouns it's almost football season guys it's almost football season it's getting we're getting there football uh, season don't stop and my name is jared aka dj art with two t's for a double dose of that tink tink the d is silent so it's just jart and here's my sound bite when you say nigga a lot of people are saying That's got to be racist. There's no way. I'm just keep it real. There's no way that is like of our culture. <laughs> Man, Jared, what the hell you been watching, dude? <laughs> <laughs> when you say nigga, a lot of people are saying That's got to be racist. All right. Well, um, I got a. I got a fun activity for us to do. Uh, oh, shit. Are you guys ready? Here, you see how the side is, man. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do All it. All right. Well, uh, in honor <laughs> of our, our dear friend Patty getting his an American citizenship, shout out to Patty, beer making Minnesota dad, uh, Dick Smasher 69 uh, of the high score Super Bowl confessionals hotline. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Patty, shout out sponsorship, friend of the show. You're one of us now. Yeah, he's an American now, apparently, according to Instagram. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, the Shade Room, shout out to Shade Room, came out with uh, some brain games <laughs> and said, Roomies, are you passing the U.S. citizenship test? They have 10 questions. I'm going to read you the 10 questions. I need you guys to write down your answers. And we're going to see who would be eligible to be an American citizen. Now, you got to get six out of ten, apparently. Okay? You got to get six Spundic. out of ten. Can you Spundic. tell us to go get a pen before you just say anything? Just do it on your phone. Do, do Put it on your notes on your phone. We'll put it in my Google search right now. Yeah, just, just, just we, we can be technological, guys. You guys, we can use pens, pencils. Aaron, you didn't realize what he pocket. said. I, you think I, wear, I don't wear my outside pants this is problem, Jared. Well, Jared's doing the show in his head and not prepping everybody online. <laughs> I, got my, I got my little notes out. Go. Hey, All you guys right. know when you everyone listen to this. You found out there was a game the same time we did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We all eat it. We all eat it. <laughs> oh, oh man, I didn't know there was gonna be a game in this episode. That's true. Pedro sounded like the Eagles after the Super Bowl. Man, did you see the way that turf was? <laughs> uh, like they were the only ones playing on the turf. They got beat by a team playing on that same turf too. Uh, <laughs> turf was bad, man. Let us get some good dirt, some good grass. Play that game again on good grass. <laughs> All what right, playing on the same grass you playing on. I mean, shit. <laughs> they wasn't tripping and slipping on the same grass as you was. Yes, they were. All right, well, here are the questions. All right, question number one: of Are you eligible to be American citizen? Question one: What is one reason colonists came to America? What is one <laughs> reason colonists came to America? I hope these are. Is this is is this like the true answer or am I supposed to say a joke? I'm trying to see if you should have your green card still. <laughs> so it's a green card. I'm, I'm, I'm naturalized. That's what immigrants, dude. I'm naturalized <laughs> citizen. I was born. We're gonna see we're gonna see we're gonna see if we can can, can you be the immigrant? It's like it's like can are you smarter right, than well, uh, uh, are you okay. smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter than an immigrant? All right, that's a better way of putting it. Okay, what's the question? Have I studied more than an immigrant? No. You <laughs> are American, you should know Vivek Ramaswamy. Is going to be upset if you guys don't do well on this. This is the great thing about being born in this country. You ain't got to worry about answering these questions. Question number two. two. Who is the father of our country? 
Quotations. Wow. Father of our country. Oh. Quotations. Father of our country. Who Alexander is? Hamilton. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Name one of the two longest rivers in the United States. Name one of the two longest rivers in the United States. Mm-hmm. Question number four. Why does the flag have 13 stripes? Great here, Pedro answered that one first. Question number five. Name one branch or part of the government. Name one branch or part Called of the government. The Trump branch. Pronounce it. Trump arm of the Trump leg. <laughs> We're gonna let you we're gonna let you work through uh beating out a, a magic moment, Aaron. That's what we're gonna yeah, you, you gotta choose a different one. You, you got a couple other ones. Hopefully Pedro chooses the same one that you can't pronounce because he has fun time with that one too. <laughs> I, I, I will pay each one of you guys five dollars for you guys to play a, a whole game of taboo. You and you and Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number six. Where is the Statue of Liberty? Lord, what kind of question is that? Uh, the Shade Rooms. These are the they acquired them through. Some... Who, who's in the Shade Room? <laughs> I want to question their intelligence. It's like World Star for people with jobs. <laughs> wow. No, Darius got a job, and that nigga stay on. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's like if World Star and a slightly. Um, more um, distinguished BET had a baby. Is it, I was going to say, is it a certain color? <laughs> I mean, what's the color? Of, it's uh, black, it's black, it's black. Okay. All right, question number seven. When is the last day you can send a federal income tax form? Mm. When is the last day you can send in changes, federal man. income tax was it, was forms? On time? I don't think they're. I don't think they're letting these immigrants know you, you got to. Are we talking about pre-COVID? Since COVID, the day's been kind of jumping. Number eight. Mm-hmm. What are the two major political parties in the United States? Major? Oh man, People's Party, Tea Party, <laughs> Panther Party, House Party, House Party One, Two, Three, and Four. House Party One and Two. That's easy to answer. And question number nine. What was one important thing that Abraham Lincoln did? One important thing? One important thing that Abraham Lincoln did. Pull out. Like like as president? Man, he fought a lot of vampires, you know. (laughs) I do remember that. That that movie could have been good. It was like, it was like, it was teetering. Was Forrest Pugh in that movie? Who? Florence Pugh? Uh, you know, Pugh. Florence Pugh, the girl that looks thick, and then when you see her, she really ain't thick. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one from uh, Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I, I hit on those though. Actually, you're right. You're she right. She got that short, like, kind of, she got that short, kind of, like, squatty body that you so think, like, oh, shit. Right. So, oh, from my her gosh, front and thick. back profile, she looks thick. She's she thick. turns to the Yeah, she is. She's short and hippie. Yeah, she's really hippie. I'll still hit it, though. <laughs> oh, that beautiful pumpkin spice from your... I, I hope the immigrants ain't got to spell this shit right, because I, I can't get this shit right with spell check. <laughs> Come on. All right. Wait, wait. <laughs> trying to spell <laughs> a man. Yeah, what are you, hey, yeah, what are you, you answer, Joe? You just, what are you, you trying to answer? spell? <laughs> I was like, I can't spell. I was like, what is he trying to spell? <laughs> Give up <an> answer. <laughs> the slaves. <laughs> You said Abraham Lincoln, right? <laughs> yeah. <they did. laughs> All right. It was like, it was a, I knew he was like, what word would Aaron use that he can't figure out how to spell? All right. Number 10. The idea of self-government is in the first three words, the Constitution. What are these words? The idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are these words? Now, how many do they have to get right to get their citizenship? Six out of ten, guys. Oh, that's not God damn. You could be a D student. Wonder why this. No wonder why Trump said this shit going down the drain. Brandon said in the chat, "Don't be 
trying to get me. Hopefully, trying to make me lose my focus, Brandon. Not for real, Brandon. He's trying to make us all lose our focus right now. <laughs> Salacious. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's get to the answers. So right now, I'm gonna. Uh, you guys are gonna grade yourselves. Okay, you're gonna. I'm gonna go around and you're gonna tell me your answer for the question, and then we will uh, move on to the next. And yeah, so here we go. Uh, question number one. What is the reason the colonists came to America? Are you asking? We're going to start with AG3. I got a religious freedom. Our freedom from religious persecution. Brandon. They came, they came here for the money, the land. They needed to, people wanted to put down roots. They needed the land. So a lot of the poor people said, hey, if I go over there and work for a little bit, I get some land. They want, they want space. Get away from other white people. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> People been rebelling forever. <laughs> okay, we'll see. <laughs> and, uh, I could be right. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I just feel I feel good about that. Pedro, <laughs> what about you? What is one reason the colonists came to America? Want to help the Native Americans with herd immunity, so they you know spread some of those diseases. <laughs> Man, I thought this COVID conspiracy been in motion for a long time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, uh, uh, the the reason is uh, religious freedoms. <laughs> so uh, I think AG3 is the only one. God damn. But if we're going based upon the high score 510, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, judges, all correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I thought that because they didn't want to pay taxes. Uh, no, no, they 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 didn't want to pay taxes when they were when they after they had got here. That's later. That's later, Pedro. So that's much oh. later. All right. Question number two: Who is the father of our country, Brandon? Oh, uh, the father of our country. Uh, I was going to say Thomas Jefferson. Thomas. All right. Pedro, who is the father of our country? Uh, I don't know his name, but he the white man with the big hat, the big black hat. What's his name? Uh Pilgrim. God, Pilgrim God. Joe. Pilgrim John. Pilgrim John, that's what's his name. And he had a musket. AG3. Who's oh, white father? daddy. I got George Washington, the great liberator and emancipator. Oh uh, right. man, he's a war criminal. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you, know, you gotta get kicked out the test, Brandon. <laughs> the correct answer is George Washington. Damn, man! I thought we were talking about documentation, man, because we talk about Alexander Hamilton. We can talk about Thomas Jefferson. You got George Washington. Everybody know the father. Who's considered the father of this country is George Washington. Here, man, George Washington got George Washington got famous by tricking dumb soldiers. That's how he got famous, okay? Everybody stand up, stand up in, a, in a straight fucking line for 100 fucking yards. And you know what George Washington said? Hey, let's hide behind these trees and wait till they get close. <laughs> One That's thing the, native, the natives <laughs> gave us was this idea of running behind cover and using movement as tactics. <laughs> it's like, what a revolutionary thought. Kill them all. It's like, exactly. He is, uh, he is Elvis Presley of war generals. That's what he is. Uh, He's so much truth. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> all right. Complain. Question number three. So uh, AG3 was too correct, and uh, Brandon and Captain <laughs> P-Funk are struggling with uh, 0 for 2. Struggling <laughs> what? I'm telling you all facts on this side. <laughs> all right, number three. Name one of the longest rivers in the United States. Pedro. That's easy. Come on, man. This is real easy. The longest river in the United States is the Flint River of Michigan. That has got <laughs> lead and doo-doo in it. And they still use it for water for somehow. So it's it's got to be the longest river. All right. All right. Uh, AG3. The Mississippi. And uh, Brandon? I also said the Mississippi. I was going to say the Colorado, but, you know, I would like to get a one question right this time. So I was going to yeah. be like, all right. <laughs> I think the Colorado River was one of the longest. I think it might be uh, shortening up. No, it's the second. It's the second. Okay. All right. Mississippi and the Colorado River is the correct answer. So I believe uh, Brandon and uh, Aaron got one correct. 
All right. Pedro, uh, although Flint is uh, deep with pollution, it is not long in uh, length. It's lasting long for black folks in Detroit. <laughs> it's been there way too long. <laughs> All right. Number four. Why does the flag have 13 stripes? Uh, AG3. For the 13 original colonies. All right. Brandon. Oh, yes. It was for the 13 original colonies, one of which being North Carolina. Did you know that both Carolinas were one thing? It was like a North Korean, South Korean thing. South Carolina became a state because they liked slaves. In fact, 95% of the population was slaves back in the day, which explains a lot about South Carolina. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I'm going to have their own little Haitian revolt. Dude, I'm, exactly. so, I'm so fascinated by this. And people will tell yeah. you, like, oh, you should go visit this place. They had a lot of slaves there. Like, that's the tourist attractions down there. But anyway, <laughs> see the no, hero no, there. Answer's 13. 13. No, there's still, there's still slaves down there. They're all my skin color, Brandon. <laughs> I all, right. all the cops were black. Everybody was black in South Carolina when I last time I went there. Everybody. <laughs> I haven't seen so many black folks ever in my life. The only, black people that, the only people that weren't black was the... Uh, was the college administration and the head football coach? That's it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> no, so I, I don't know if the white people. Black. I think white people had a curfew. I was there at like one a.m. in the morning, and literally everybody was black. I didn't see not one yeah. white person. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Huh? All right, Pedro. Uh, why does the flag have thirteen stripes? Yeah, I know this one. Hey, y'all, y'all got it wrong again. That's because they shot that nigga Tonto 13 times. <laughs> Name one branch or part of the government. Brandon. Bro, uh, that's the legislative branch, okay. which is for purchase. Uh, if you are, if you have the dollars, if you got the dime, they got the time. Pedro, can you name one of the well, branches of government? All facts, Brandon just stole mine. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. The get rich branch. That's how you get that paper. You get your money up. We gotta hand them some cheddar. You can't you can't change no laws without it. What's the name of that branch, Pedro? Get rich plant branch. <laughs> Get rich. Or you're gonna die trying. AG3, what is your uh what is your answer? I got the judicial branch. Okay, all right. Yeah, you have the judicial the judicial judicial legislative. And executive branches. So uh sounds like everyone got that correct. Although Pedro technically didn't say any of those. <laughs> All facts. Number six. Where is the Statue of Liberty? AG3. I, uh, New York. Brandon. Sorry, it's in uh, New York. Pietro. It's on an island right next to the beach. Oh, yeah. The answer is... <laughs> The answer is New York. New York. That's all you have to do. Question number seven. When is the last day you can fi- uh, you can send in federal income tax forms? Aaron. Uh, according to you, April 15th, even though the day has been extended the last like three plus years. Brandon. It is April 15th. 415. 415. Pedro, as the owner and operator of his own business, I hope he knows this one. When is the last day? Well, it's always three years after on April 15th if you got child support because you're trying to catch up. <laughs> it's the Friday after the three 15th. years. You file your taxes every three years. You get a lawyer, you get one of those tax lawyers to help you knock off 20, 30 grand, and then you file. So every fifth, every three years on the 15th of April. All right, yeah, April 15th is the right answer. I literally no Negroes that have done what I just said. I am not, I am not even joking. Pedro over here trying to scam the system. Trying to. All right, I'm well, uh, last three, here we go. Number eight, what are the two major political parties in the, in the United States? Uh, Brandon. Uh, the Democrats and the Republicans. I almost said Democratic Republic of the Congo, but you know, that's not them. <laughs> the worst thing that could ever happen to South Africa was when they gave it to Nelson Mandela and black folk. Pietro Blue versus red. Crips. Right. Oh, that's what I should have said. <laughs> that's what I should have said. Damn it. Anyways, uh, yeah, the rich races in the slave traders. <laughs> Did I get it right? 
Those are the two, <laughs> just two, right? I mean, technically, they're all rich. But <laughs> <laughs> but at least the Republicans are rich and they want you to be slaves. Democrats want to pay you, but they still don't like you. Uh, all right. Uh, AG3. You know, there's the elephant and the donkey, man. All right. Number nine. Remember, you have to get six to pass the test. Number nine. What is one important thing that Abraham Lincoln did? Pedro. He got some of that black twat. That's what he did. Tell me. Great Abraham Lincoln. He didn't just say that. <laughs> yeah, let's see how Jordan looking at him. He said it in front of black. He said it in front of Jordan. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. He's stupid. All right. Uh, AG3. He, uh, he, he, he came out the Emancipation Proclamation. And said, "Free these, free these, free these, free these black men." Because mm-hmm. he wanted first, because he wanted to bring a bull into into the wife to the bedroom. And he wanted his bulls to be free. I give him props for that. He didn't want slave bulls. He wanted free bulls. Abraham Lincoln was born in a log cabin in Illinois. This poor white trash went on to become the president of the United States. Yes. What's in office this white capitalist swine? Swine? Manipulated the freedom of the black man for his own political career. Free brother! To another piece of poor white trash, shot him in the head. The end. Woo! That's tight. Abe Lincoln. That's Abe Lincoln. Man. That uh, See, that's who Adam Tillman too trying to be like Abe Lincoln. That's all he's trying to do. <laughs> all right, Brandon! Uh, Abraham Lincoln... He freed the slaves. Uh, apparently, if you, if you if you let some of these hotep black people tell you, he was one sixteenth black. <laughs> yeah, he oh, was an octoroon God. or something like that, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's a, I mean, I guess today you probably say he's like probably Creole, but I mean, he came from a very yeah very mixed <laughs> race uh, group of people in the mountains of like West Virginia or some shit or somewhere. Yeah, his mama did. His mama named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Well, it's funny because Abraham Lincoln actually freed black women before he freed the black man. Mm. Freed him in that bedroom. All right. Number 10, the idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are these words? AG3. Oh, is it we the people? All right. Brandon. Uh, We the people in order to perform more perfect union. I don't know how much far how far I was supposed to go, but I, words, I, ran out, <laughs> I, I ran out of space in my paper. All right, all right. And, and Pedro, what is your answer? We the we the crackers. <laughs> we be better than you. <laughs> white power. Always remember that. White power. White white power. Let's uh calculate our scores and uh we'll start with you, AG3. Uh how did you fare on this very difficult I emancipation? I got, a, I got a 10 out of 10. AG3, you are a citizen of the bunch. You are a citizen of the United States. You and Patty <laughs> can go have a pint together. Congratulations. Brandon. Hey, hey, I, got eight, I got eight out of ten, but I gotta say, man, for a pop quiz, it did pretty good. Especially since Aaron been going to summer school with his <laughs> uh <laughs> and my dad made me go made me work at the at work at the mill. He over there in class and air conditioning. <laughs> no reason why he got 10 out of 10. Okay, so Brandon, you are an American citizen. Compliments to the Shade Room. And you can go have a pint with Patty now. Uh, Pedro, uh, what was your score? Uh, shoot. Uh, I'm just hoping Patty answered all his questions like I did. It's still still an uh, American citizen. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Patty, knowing Patty, you probably did answer all the questions like it did. So welcome to America, my brother. Assalamualaikum. I think your gun's in the mail, so just look out for it. <laughs> It'll be labeled school supplies. <laughs> Come on. Let's get into some news. Some news. Ice Cube went on the Tucker Carlson show and complained that he's being blackballed by the NBA and that the NBA and media companies are playing gatekeepers to so that the big three is not being taken seriously. What do you guys think about that? 
it is not the NBA's responsibility to take the big three seriously. It's Ice Cube's job to take it seriously. Um, it's not like like the NBA and college basketball have a relationship. Hey, once a year we get together, we do a draft, like we make sure c- college kids are actually trying to be college kids, basically not getting paid inappropriately or anything, anything inappropriate happen. Now, you're a new company. You're trying to make money. The NBA doesn't give a fuck about you. They already have a stepchild, and it's called WNBA. Like, they don't need another one. So I'm just saying the NBA does not have to care about the big three whatsoever. And they're doing what they're supposed to do. Like, he's trying to make money. Cool. He proves the concept. You know what the NBA does? They start another developmental league. They start their own big three. That's what he's doing for them. And he doesn't realize. He's like, oh, why don't they want to work with me? Why don't they want to work with me? Because you ain't proved the concept yet. Until you're able to sell out arenas routinely, that's when the NBA will jump in and say, either we're going to start our own thing or you're going to sell this shit for cheap. Because the NBA already has the relationship with all the players. They already have all the relationship with every player who's who's played in the NBA or everybody who's notable. Uh, They got the money to pay them. They can start a big three league that's already in NBA arenas that teams already operate out of. They don't need Ice Cube. They did there. He's just a guinea pig for if this concept could work. Do people want to see retired basketball players play ball? And the answer is no already to that, Brandon. <laughs> oh, man, they, were, no. they were in Charlotte last weekend, man. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to drive this two hours to go see Big Three basketball, though. And here's another problem, Brandon. They not only have like retired people, they are now at the point where they have people that weren't going to, that didn't even play in the NBA playing it. Like they have these young guys. I'm like, wow, these guys are a little faster. And then you're like, who oh, yeah. the hell are these fools? It wasn't a uh, Leangelo playing for the big three for a little bit. Leangelo ball or Jello. I'm sorry. I forgot. I get, that tells I get, me it's I, trash. I get my balls mixed up. Mixed up. That tells me it's trash. <laughs> he, didn't turn, he didn't turn it into a big three G league. Uh, Leangelo uh, ball actually welcomed a baby with his uh, girlfriend recently this week. Or this past hey, week. Shout out sponsorship. Um, so do you guys think that the NBA is blackballing though? Uh our friend Ice Cube here from you know success or I don't think the NBA even paying attention to Ice Cube in that weak ass league. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like I'm like like Generation Z. Just a little bit. I I believe they have probably have a little bit to say because uh because I think some of the owners wanted to invest it in the, in the beginning and like, nah, that's kind of like complex interest. We can't do that. And I think that's all the, all it is. And Ice Cube wants to make it more bigger than, than it actually is. So he's looking for other white men to help him out. Yeah. No, if he wanted to make it big, he should just, they should tour famous hoop courts around the country, get TV cameras and, you know, you know, record it live, play it live, but go and they get, got the cameras. Communities, get the communities <laughs> they got out there. Catch- I know they do, but they keep playing <laughs> in stadiums. I don't know. I, I'm like, you're getting retired. A lot of still retired NBA players or players who weren't good enough to last. And there's plenty of guys that get paid a couple million dollars just to sit on the bench every year in the league. Now, it's not a lot. I'm not saying there's a lot. It's hard to stay in the NBA to some degree. But if you find a good enough role and you're good enough of a teammate and a role player, like you can you can get a couple of shitty contracts just to just be on a bench and play sparingly. Right. So the, the the quality of the guys they're getting, you know, they might some of them might still be, you know, entertaining or athletic and good players, but I just think that the product is kind of stale and it it I've not watched much of it other than when I wanted to take a nap. So Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> no Michael Rapport on the sideline could keep me awake. No, nah. bad. I, I will I will say though that there's only 300 NBA players. I think the drop off between the people who are in the NBA and hanging on and people who are playing in China and France, Turkey is not that big. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is is the, is the big three like pulling players that are playing no, like internationally in Spain? Like, nah, man, I gotta no. play big three. I'm gonna no. be I'm that good, but I'm gonna go play big three because that's a level up from playing I, in my, I, my I European league. Big three, big three is not European, Turkey, Israel. <laughs> Philippines, or, yeah. China, Philippines, China, or Philippines, nah, or China or Philippines. <laughs> the Puerto Rican League. Puerto Rican League. Puerto Rican League get a couple of players. I'm going to go big three might be a step layer, maybe around the Philippine Leagues, right around there. So so maybe they should they should go challenge other leagues, big threes. That's what they should. Hey, bro. Hey, uh, your boy, uh, Ice Cube. I'll let your boy. I got great ideas. Get me on your payroll. You know what I'm saying? I help you build this brand out and get the NBA to maybe take it seriously or just like be like, hey, man, at least they're doing all right for themselves. But if you are not 
drawing in the quality of players that like you're not competing with even other leagues. Like, why are you trying to compete with the NBA? The NBA is like the pinnacle. And then he's like, I don't know why they ain't taking me seriously. Well, go check another league, man. Go exactly. go, like go to another country, be like, hey man, y'all want to take it seriously? We could do some kind of feeder system or some kind of like combination. And if they take you seriously, who's gonna take you know? old ass retired players and no players? That's this is I, what they need to do. This is what I found it ironic. I hope Ice Cube was hoping, not hoping people are watching it because it's competitive. I, I thought it was more like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for basketball players. Like, all right, cool. Rasheed Wallace might be able to get out there and play, you know, 10 minutes. Good to see Rasheed Wallace in a smaller environment where you might be able to get an autograph or something like that. As more of like a Harlem Globetrotter sort of thing where we're like, it's a celebration of NBA talent. Or even like in the Drew League, like where like older retired players might show up and get some run. But yeah, I hope he's not thinking people are watching because it it's like a, the most competitive thing on all the planet, so. or that it's the most entertaining. Not, not even competitive. It can be competitive and not entertaining. Still, like I watch. You want to watch some grappling matches? Like those can, if you really into it, could be entertaining. Otherwise, a wrestling match or a jujitsu BJJ match might be like really boring because these motherfuckers are just rolling and grabbing and getting all sweaty with the men's bodies on each other. Hate it. It's boring. Look, see. Me. If they wanted, they wanted some action in the in the big three, you should turn it to the big five. Have a five on five half court. Five on five <laughs> half court. Get have a whole bunch of niggas out there, and you gotta have the, all the old players. You can't. You gotta have the people that's known. You starting to get like like you guys are saying, people that didn't make teams, getting old yeah, European exciting. players. Yeah, there's a team full of team. European players I ain't never heard of. Before. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is yeah, this you're just you're you're diluting it like the NBA diluting the talent. But it's also like it's, the whole the whole plan of what he's trying to do is is counterproductive because he's not competing for you know A1 talent necessarily. Um and He's also like they had the older players. That was kind of their shtick. That was, I think, what was like yeah, that was nice stick. about it. Yeah. But then they started blowing their knees out. And shit. Yeah, they, they <laughs> like, realized the motherfuckers got play. real hurt. And they're like, "Yeah, bro, I ain't doing this." <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, I made my money. I got bad knees black, already. I wanna, I black. want my knees to last while they still, they still okay. around. Yeah, because you don't heal from surgery now at forty. Right. This is why I, I always against this black entertainment thing. Negro, to <laughs> once you into entertainment, there, there's only so many places you can go. It's Hollywood, it's it's music, and it's and it's uh, sports. And when you try to pile on on top of that, no, Negro, nobody wants to see a bunch. Like I said, a whole bunch of old people busting knees, having asthma attacks, breathing real hard after they dunk. That was funny when I forgot who that dude was to dunk. Who was it, Aaron? That what, what was we watching? I, was, I think I was watching with Michael. Kenyon Martin or Rashad Lewis? No, yeah, it was no, it was a darker brother. It was like a big dude. Can't remember what uh-huh. it was, but he dunked and he started breathing when he was like he got excited and he went to the <laughs> sidelines and started breathing real hard. I was like, see, we can't handle this. That man almost died. I, that's fun though, because you, you like you like <sighs> he, these some of these guys still got some skills or can you know in three on three can be a factor. But like how much cardio, how much, you know, how much they got left in the tank before they got to get subbed out. So it's always kind of moving because they all out of shape in some some regard. Yeah, a lot of them smoking a lot of stogies, eating eating bad food like I'm eating Mm -hmm. and uh, smoking a lot of weed. So Come on. You know, Ice Cube's got some got to go back to the drawing board a little bit because I don't. Yeah, it it does seem a little bit funny for him to complain that that the biggest and most, you know, um, stick to making movies. The, yeah, and you know, he said he's always been. He, one thing he said that was interesting in the in the conversation, he's like, you know, I ain't never been like a go with the flow or go with the herd type guy. They, that's why they shouldn't be out too, because you know the the COVID stuff. And then him, you know, he's been aligning himself with some people that are, you know, or the far some of the more conservative right is is starting to uh, grab on the stuff he's saying and you know pull him in, and he's starting to be identified with some of that. But I'm like, bruh, didn't you make our? Are, are we there yet too? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm not even mad at Ice Cube talking. I'm you know, I'm never mad it's at people talking to people, man. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it, if you want to be whole tap, you want to play with right wing uh racist folks, then man, go at it. I, I don't I don't care. I'm not I'm not a type of person on that. What you gotta do is make a good business. You gotta have a big a good business case. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to have these old dudes out here shooting the ball. It got it was cool at first, fizzles running out, and ain't nobody blackballing you, Ice Cube. 
You, yeah, you I, need I, to I, stick I don't to your uh, stick to your roots, man. Get some of this and the money these rappers are getting now. These older rappers are getting now. And the Carly Lloyd Award goes to Ice Cube. Wait, what's her name? Carly. What's her name? Why you say Carly Lloyd from the soccer player? No, 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 no. no. What's the Carly Carly Ray Jensen? No, no, no. Who's the girl who faked her own kidnapping? Oh, the, oh, the black one or the white one? Which one? Yeah, the one the black one in Alabama. I didn't remember. Listen, let, let, let's let's not, let's not learn her. Let's not learn her name. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm with Brandon. Like, yeah, Ice Cube over here faking his own hijacking of his brand. The NBA shutting me out, blackballing me. You're not getting blackballed. You wasn't there to begin with to even get blackballed. Nobody stopping him from his big three tournament at Crenshaw High. They, they okay. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. See? I'm telling you, go to small parks and just have like small events, ticket, you know, buy it in. Yeah, I mean, people um, will come out to watch it at a park. Like, no, the neighbor, it, and it'll be good for the neighborhood too. It's giving back, but then you can, you can, you can put up bring some your bleachers, cameras. charge, have food mm-hmm. there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, you sound like a old like a car wash for the church, man. Like I don't. I mean, that's what that's what this is. Dude, dude, seriously, you know what would be tight is that they had like they had a tournament where like you have the a couple of the big three teams play in the tournament, or you have a a three on three tournament, and at the end they play one of the big three teams or the final four. You know, all play a sort big of three like team. how when ESPN had their whole uh, street ball thing, people didn't know it lasted a little longer. It wasn't just one day in the city. It was like there was like a bunch of tournaments, and then if you were one of the players, the better players, mm-hmm. you like made the all star team to play against the uh, street ball team, the traveling street ball team. With mm-hmm. you remember with the main event and Professor and all them, you played against them. You can even have yeah, your, yeah. your big three players, some of the players be coaches of some of the teams, be like, oh, we're gonna have big three players coach the team. I mean, if your team makes it the final, then that big three coach is gonna join the team and they're you're gonna play the big three for the for the for I mean, to be honest, the coach between the coaches he have now and, and, and the players playing, I don't know who should be coaching. He might probably uh, better get a custodian. I think uh Paul Pierce is gonna have to get a few at least two more misdemeanors before he's ready to play the big three. Oh jeez. <laughs> he's not in shape. He's drinking too much. He's gonna get injured real quick. Paul Pierce need to bring some of them strippers up there. It's, 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 uh, it's, shout out to Paul Pierce. Who, Last uh, time he didn't have a stripper when he was on that when he was with KG watching the finals. Remember, he wasn't a stripper. He had it was the uh, girl that he paid to be on a date with him. Yeah, shout he's going to his side. That'll be a girlfriend. Shout out to Paul Pierce for thinking it is still two thousand for being like uh, harassing a a waitress at a poker you know, table. I, I, I'm glad you said this because you know what? He is a, this is crazy. He Paul said, Pierce, Do you need moral support or oral support? <laughs> Paul Pierce is acting as if he had like <laughs> LeBron James, Michael Jordan, like top top 15 NBA player career. It's like, dude, your career wasn't that great for you to be acting like you, you're not going to get away with the shit you're getting away with. He's acting like he has like top player all time career. You know the other thing, no, no, but this all his shenanigans recently. I, I hate to say this. I know made, they have to do alcoholism. Made, no, but it made me realize why he got stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I hate to say it, but like it explains a lot. Cause like remember he got stabbed at no, that bar. Yeah, he got stabbed. I was like, why is he in a little shady ass so bar? But then I was like, man, that's too bad. Paul Pierce ain't been a bad dude. He's always been a good pro. You know, it's, that's fucked up. That's fucked yeah. up, man. But now I'm like, aha. All right, well, uh, let's get to Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment we in the show where everyone gets a chance to rank, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. It's time. It's, it's time. Cutty Corner. We're burning down. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I'm in for this, man. Gonna let. Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, yeah. My Cutty Corner shout out is a melancholy Cutty Corner shout out for this week. I give a Cutty Corner shout out uh, uh, to Sinead O'Connor. You know, she was trendsetting. I liked her music back in the day. She kind of was one of the first artists to get canceled. I mean, but maybe deservedly so when she ripped the Pope's picture on uh, SNL. I think I was, was I still in high school when she did that? Or right after I finished college? Right around that time. It was when her second album came out. That was also a hit. And she performed on SNL. She surprised everyone and took out a picture of the Pope and ripped it in half. Uh, but that was, you know, she wanted to bring attention to 
the sexual abuse that was going on within the Catholic Church. I can see and, why you you confused rape and rip when you. <laughs> Did I say rape right there? You're like rape, rape the picture. I mean, rape well, the picture. but you understand because she was talking about the the yeah. the Catholic Church and sexual abuse. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of especially brothers. I know we didn't listen to a lot of Sinead O'Connor. She was from uh, uh, Ireland. I listened to her. She sang one of Prince's greatest songs. Uh, hits that he wrote for someone else and that was nothing compares to you that she sang it just blew it out the water she also had a song on her album called Mo- Black Boys on Mopeds and Black Boys on Mopeds is a slow song um, and she talks about really two events that really took place out in the UK one was in London forgot what the other one was at but it was basically about uh, one kid uh, mysteriously got arrested on the moped they didn't think it was his or whatever it was. Police arrested him. It was after he like he was. I don't know what happened, but next thing you know, the guy had a gunshot wound on the police on the floor in the police office on the floor of the police office, and they claim it was a suicide. Uh, then the second case that really affected her that made her great this song was it was two boys. I think one of them brought the moped from their uh, or scooter from their uncle. They rode, the police just started chasing them. They thought it was stolen. They started chasing them, chasing them, led them into an accident, and the boys died. And so it's really big. She calls the shit out of she calls out Margaret Thatcher in the song. You gotta look at the lyrics to it. She talks about how uh this was basically part of Margaret Thatcher's plan, you know, to have black boys on mopeds and to not care about them and, and have them die. I mean, it's great. it's a really intense song. It's it's really and it's a good song. And so, uh, you know, I like to give a Malachi shout out. Uh, I know her son committed suicide a little while back. He was missing. And I know she was suffering from that. So, you know, may she rest in peace. May everyone rest in peace. I might talk about dead a lot, but I want them to rest in peace. I like to talk about just, you know, maybe some shit they done when they was alive. I don't wish them to be burning in hell like, 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 you know, like Hitler. Shout out to Sinead O'Connor. May she rest in peace now. May she find that peace she couldn't find here. She always struggled with commercial success. She always struggled with that. She didn't want to be, you know, uh, artist. Uh, here's another thing. Another tidbit people didn't know about her. When she first toured the U.S., when she first was like blowing up and they found her, record company signed her. It was like, I found this act. She's going to be amazing. It was an American record company that found her. Some scout found her in Ireland. It was like, she's going to be amazing. Brought her in the U.K., brought her out here. She one didn't she wouldn't ride in limos. She refused to ride in limos. She's like, just pick pick me a van, a car, whatever. Another thing she did, something that a lot of artists didn't do back then, she always requested. She didn't want some up and coming like singer, nothing like she always wanted a hip hop uh, artist to be her opening act. And she always she gave way to a lot of black hip hop artists to open out for her. So just shout out to Sinead O'Connor. It's Patty, this big the big 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 week for Irish people, Patty and Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, one one gained citizenship and one passed away. One and one found peace. One found peace, and another and another another Negro in America lost his citizenship. It was in Pedro. And hopefully, Patty Pedro gonna try and get a regular and marry you for citizenship next. And hopefully, all the dudes on that cipher Brandon had could ride on mopeds through the UK. Pedro, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Yeah, I do. Um. You know, Aaron says something about autonomy on this show. And I was kind of against it, you know, because they're trying to have the warehouse workers, truck drivers, all the blue collar jobs go away. Now there it seems like they're going into the white collar with the AI and the chat G G T GPTs, GDs, BBCs, whatever they call. Um GPT. GPT, and it seems to it's it's really disturbing because you're not you're not going to have a workforce, you're not going to have things for people to do. But there's one industry that I wish AI, Chat, BBC, and autonomy would just take over, and that is the restaurant service industry, especially the fast food. I went through a drive-through today, okay. And the lady asked me several times. Matter of fact, it, uh, Jared was on the phone with me, or we was on the, we starting a podcast in one place I went to, another place I went to for my son. I just asked for some chicken nuggets. That's it. 
I didn't ask for nothing fancy and some barbecue sauce. That's it. You know, niggas love them some barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want some barbecue sauce. Okay. I pull around. Young girl. Yeah, that'd be $9 or whatever. Okay. Got my nuggets. Pull off. Got my little frosty. Got the little keychain thing. Pull off. And I get back home. No barbecue sauce. And I just remembered we went to go get some Wendy's. I think the day before, and I was like, "Yeah, can I have a, a, a single hamburger and some nuggets? Um, do you want some nuggets and some fries and three singles? I'm like three singles? No, I just want the, the 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 buy one get one. That's all I want. Okay, that'll be twenty dollars first window. Twenty dollars? What what did I order? I said, did you get my order right? Can you repeat the order? Yeah, um, yeah, you wanted two hamburgers, a single, and a large frosty. I was like, how did how did a single and a and a and and the buy one get one turn into two hamburgers and in a nugget and a large frosty? I got my keychain for my free frost. I said free frosty. My 2023 free fr- I want my free frosty, you whore, you young whore. <laughs> <laughs> my free frosty. Damn it. That's all I asked for. And, and she turned that order in, inside out, backwards, flipped it, and just remixed it just like little Dickie did in that freestyle. I, I didn't understand anything. She repeated back to me. And, and I'm like, dude, and how much as me, my old lady, my my daughter. The girlfriend, the, my girl on the side, we all talk about how bad the service is at these, at these drivers, these young kids working it. In the summertime, these kids need jobs. I understand that. But these these kids get so doggone high nowadays. Y'all got too much access to weed. Y'all have too many young. We didn't have all this access to drugs. And all we had was alcohol. That's all we had. We didn't have all this weed and dispensaries, and y'all stay high all the time. And I can tell these niggas high. Please get the robots in there to take my order. Please. Maybe they're just bad at their job, Paige. I'm a young kid. Everybody? Maybe it's not the drugs. Maybe it's the education system. (laughs) It's the drugs and education system. And the teachers also doing drugs right along with it. They probably in there smoking, doing lines of coke. You a whole coke head out here, bro. I don't know. It's, it's, this world is too high. They got to stop. Go ahead and replace the kids. I mean, go ahead and put the robots in where the kids supposed to be. Brandon! You have a Cutty Corner shout-out? Uh, yeah, man. My Cutty Corner shout-out um, goes to... Uh, goes to parents with advice that's what i'm gonna say not my parents love my parent love my mom she's she's awesome um but i feel like other parents my advice to lebron james other people at other parents at the park other parents uh online uh they're just loud and wrong sometimes like you just loud and you wrong and that's fine. Like some people, like some people, like you recognize they might have been abused as a kid or get routinely gaslit <laughs> or they're dealing with their own shit at this point. Cause now that I, you know, uh, you know, I attend therapy, you know, you impact some shit. Like, Oh, that's why I do that. When that happens. Okay, man, I get it. But I'm starting to see other people who have some trauma in there and flick the trauma on their kids. <laughs> like this one kid, I'm at the farmer's market. What? Two weeks ago. This uh, this kid falls down. He's crying. Mom didn't see it because she's obviously on her phone. There's some shit going on on her phone. <laughs> and the kid comes up crying. Ah, Mom, I can't take you fucking nowhere. Grabs his hand and just starts walking back to the car. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Never stopped to look at this motherfucker who's got his got a scraped knee or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? And then some lady tries to say, oh, he's bleeding. And she's like, stay out of my motherfucking business. And I was coming back. And so you got parents like that, right? 
Uh, you got parents who uh, who expect their kids to act perfect out in public all the time. Now, I realize my parents were one of these parents. So, you know, like I, I feel like I was a saint compared to some of these kids out there today. But <laughs> like parents who think their kids should act perfect all the time. So, you know, some kids might have a hard time sharing. They might nudge a little bit, use they use they use they use their strength to push somebody out the way. You teach them like, hey, use your words. Say excuse me, something like that. No, but some dads out there on the park snatching their kids off the slide like they fucking hold, like they fucking Thor or some shit like that. This one dad, like this one kid, was trying to climb up the slide while girl, while kids are trying to come down the slide, right? And like I'm standing at the bottom slide trying to get my ready to catch my kid who's scared to go down this big slide or whatever. And he's like, "Hey, don't you do that!" Grabs his leg, yanks this motherfucker up by the leg. <laughs> almost stabbed he's grabbed, he pulled him up so fast he almost snapped his neck on the bottom. I was like, dude, it is not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean he's like a kid, my dude. daughter, my, my my daughter could wait. Like this dude, this kid's like motherfucker, like four. Like he's over there talking to like his his group of people. He's like, what is he doing? Yank. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? That right sounds like now? good parenting to me, Brandon. <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Like at some point that kid's gonna beat the shit out of that dad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you hope so at least. Or he's I gonna learn so. not to be rude in public. Oh, I hope so, man. Brandon, and at least get... that, that dad probably didn't want to have a situation like with Daniel Cormier. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna interrupt real quick. Yeah, man, you protect him. And you I pushed a little girl down one time. DC. I'm sorry, bro. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I was <laughs> when I was fighting, I was just wired a little different. A little girl kept beating on Dan at, at Bob and Cassandra House for an Easter party. She pushed him down. So I push her down. Like, you like that? DC. <laughs> no. DC. Did, you just say, did you just say, do you like that? Hey, do you like that? <laughs> hey, listen to this. There was a little boy at a park when, I, when Daniel was like four years old. We going up and down the slide, right? The little dude don't want to wait his turn. He keep pushing everybody. So I tell the dude, I go to the dude's father. I was like, hey, if your kid pushes my kid one more time, I said, I'm going to push your ass down. <laughs> he was like, what? I was like, man, get your kid under control. I was like, get your kid under control, man. I said, if he pushes him one more time, I'm going to push you down. Dude left. He grabbed his kid and left. I was like, Hell yeah, yeah, you're going to grab your yeah. kid and leave. You better leave. You can't, DC, <laughs> you can't do that, bro. Yeah, you can. Brother, <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Especially a little girl. This nigga be I hope I see him in hell too. That's hilarious. I feel like I should do. If I was in an MMA fighter, that's how I would handle most of these parenting situations. I was like, you know what, man? <laughs> Let's fight. <laughs> that's hilarious. But then you got parents online who just give just terrible advice about shit. Like, oh, <laughs> like you know, like you know, how, like parents who's like pretend to leave you, like that. Creates abandonment issues and shit like that. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. I'm just saying, like, parents do better. Parents out in the wild. Parent, White parent parents. Advice. <laughs> White parents. LeBron, LeBron, parents. James do, LeBron James, be better as a parent. <laughs> be better, guys. Be better. You ain't gotta be 100%, but, you know, at least at least try. Pretend like you are, though. Pretend. Yeah. And if you gotta check your kid, check him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try not to it. break their neck, though, on the way up. Do it. Do it. Like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> You would think like you practice these things. Like I understand it's not going to be bad to one hundred percent. Sometimes you do have to physically intervene with somebody who's fucking with other people's kids, uh, which I've had to do. But you know, you you, you imagine you imagine like it starts with talk. Like there should be a hierarchy. Like I tried to tell you, then now we got now I got to snatch you. But no, not yeah, from some, some kids got not from. I'm, I'm not paying attention to. I'm I'm yanking you out of the, <laughs> to the sky. Some kids, some kids need that physical reinforcement as a learning mechanism, and that's part of the multi, uh, multi levels and dynamics of like the way different people learn. Some people learn are very physical, and they need physical, you know, uh, interaction, or they need physical consequences and, and and benefits when they when they engage things. Some people are very cognitive. Some people are use words. Some people are visual or audio learners. You know, you know, touch. It's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. Right, but, but yeah, I mean, don't, I don't abuse know, your kids though. <laughs> I don't know which parent I, I like, I dislike more the one that's physically aggressive with the kid at the park or the parent that can't be found at the park. Like, the parent <laughs> that can't be found at the park is annoying to me. The one that might be a little over the top with their own, if it's their own kid, if it's other kids, then I, yeah, that you you can't come to the park. <laughs> but, right, well, you know, like you do those checks, like okay, like you eventually figure out which kid goes to which parent, and there's always just like one kid who's wilding out. Yeah, and you're like, where's this kid's parent? And they're like, <laughs> you know, you can do some mental warfare shit. You'd be like, 
little kid is messing with your kid and the parents not paying attention, be like, hey, listen up, motherfucker, you keep fucking my kids, I'm gonna take a shit in your bed. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> and then and then at the end of the day, you befriend the parent, like, oh man, your your little kid is so funny, so cool. Hey, we should hang out sometime, maybe have a play date. Blah, blah, blah. And then you get in good, and then you take a shit in this bed when they invite you over for dinner. Come on, <laughs> you know, you know, shit has DNA in it. Like, can we do something that doesn't leave DNA? Uh, what happened? Anyway, man. Yeah, that's Pedro's parenting. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Brown, Jalen Brown signed a record-setting contract. How much was it for Aaron? Uh, three hundred something million. It's basically he's gonna work out to sixty a year for the last couple of years. Okay, yeah, he's making the over three hundred million dollars a year, three hundred four million dollar contract, and said he is going to make the world a better place by spending it on worthy causes. Here's what he had to say: What do you plan to do with the generational wealth? I mean, what do you plan to do? off and on the, on the floor with this new contract. I want to launch a project to bring um, Black Wall Street here to Boston. I want to attack the wealth disparity here. Um, I think there's analytics that supports that, you know, stimulating the wealth gap could actually be something that could be better meant for the entire economy. With the biggest financial deal in NBA history, it makes sense to talk about one, your investment in community, but two, also, you know, the wealth disparity here that nobody wants to talk about. It's top five in the U.S. It's something that we can all improve on. It's, it's unsettling. And I think through my platform, through influential partners, through selected leaders, government officials, a lot who are in this room, um, that we can come together and create new jobs, new resources, new businesses, new ideas that could, you know, highlight minorities, but also stimulate the economy and the wealth gap at the same time. All right. What do you guys think about Jalen Brown? Black Wall Street in Boston. So, so actually, obviously, <laughs> that question was at, uh, he said that. I was. I don't know if he said it up because that he didn't say shit in his answer, Pedro. Yes, he did. That's why he, he, did he went on with that diet. He went on with that damn. He repeated himself about seven times, dude. I he, thought Joe had said, the fucking video on repeat. Uh, personally, I love what he had to say. I, I just and then my next thing was I, I, I know I know Jerry just busting nothing in his pants after hearing that. Am I the only one aroused right now?